and welcome to Ad Creeps, the podcast where we dissect and correct TV ads that raised us, phased us, and amazed us. I'm Courtney, and I am here with my best bud, Al. It's me. It's you. It's me. Al. Yeah. I have a surprise for you. A surprise? <laughs> for you? For moi. Yes. <laughs> Um, I know you've been f- dealing with some jaw injuries. Yes. Stop sucking so much dick. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So I, I want to make you happy yeah. on the inside. Yeah. So I'm going to be introducing, um, I'm sure we've talked about him before. Okay. But a mythical character mm-hmm. in, in our podcasting life. Ooh. Who we've talked about probably on the last podcast we did and certainly on this podcast. Okay. Yeah. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, Thomas Cargan was sitting in his apartment building on West 54th Street, looking out the window on the street below. As an artist who lived in New York City. (laughs) (laughs) New York City. City. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's the new way we were saying it. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Cargan had seen many unusual things, but on July 4th, 1993, he was about to see something that had only happened a handful of times before in the United States. Hmm, what's going on in New York City? I don't know. The first thing that popped into my mind was Manhattan Henge, but that happens every year. <laughs> what's that? And so when the, the sun sets perfectly yeah. uh, down one of the like cross streets of Manhattan. Yeah. Uh, and it looks makes it, it look Stonehenge-esque, I guess. Oh, it just like goes straight down. It goes straight down at the end oh. of the street and it lights up the whole street in golden hour. And there's so many car crashes because you cannot see a thing. And people are taking those Insta stories like you wouldn't believe. Story, story, story. <laughs> And then the taxis are like, get out, I'm, I'm driving here. <laughs> That's what they say. And the sun's like, I'm shining here. <laughs> and the streets are like, I'm paved here. <laughs> That's exactly, Not here. Not here, no. Sometime after 3 p.m., a shadow passed by his window. <gasps> Looking up, Cargan could see a large blimp passing across the sky. <laughs> Do you know this blimp? Well, I assume it's not the Mr. Peanut. No, it's not. That was, an air, that that was, was a balloon. That, that was, was not a blimp. blimp. This is a blimp. Is it the Goodyear? This blimp, however, was struggling. Cargan reported that its tail had become limp and it was starting to sag. Its nose bobbed up and down as if the pilot was <laughs> surging the engine to stay up. Cargan knew the long white dirigible, I love that word, was in trouble from what was going on inside the passenger jack. Quote, I saw a guy throwing things out of the cabin. <laughs> Thomas later reported to the New York Times. He was panicking. It sounds like they're having a bad year. <laughs> Who said this was a good year? I don't know. It's not a good year. 1993? Uh, uh, bad year. Bad year. Hey, guess what? All the years? Bad. Pretty bad. The blimp lurched lower and lower over the top of the uh, of the building two miles away 86 floors up on the empire state building that's the big one that's the big one is it the biggest one probably now now (laughs) (laughs) that's a really good one that was a good joke uh i guess observation anyway doris bryce hosfeld was taking in the view with his friends when he saw it. Quote, 
I put 25 cents in the viewfinder so I could see this blimp that was totally going out of control, oh he recalled. God. The back end was sagging and bringing the whole thing down. The blimp circled and floundered. The crew tried quickly to make it lighter by throwing the airship's sandbags out of the cabin. The big white bags of sand fell on the streets below, smashing into several cars. This is the kind of thing we love to see. <laughs> An air blimp disaster? This is a real ever-given type of situation. <laughs> it's a real uh, it was a real Tennessee Alfredo spill. <laughs> Which happened today. It happened, and and there was a tomato spill as well. Yeah. (laughs) Pour one out for the (laughs) Italian-Americans. Boy, oh boy. Can you imagine how slippery that would be? Oh, and creamy. (laughs) And creamy. (laughs) Oh, God. You could have to get your slick tires out, folks. Oh, don't say that. Oh, and then you drive, you drive through it, and then you get home, and you park it in your garage, and your garage is just <laughs> done for. It just ugh, smells so bad. Get the chains out, honey. Ugh. There's Alfredo on the highway. <laughs> no, you put the lasagna sheets on it. <laughs> the pilot was frantically searching for somewhere to make an emergency landing. A water landing would be dangerous for the crew, not wanting to have anyone trapped inside while the deflated balloon covered the water's edge, which makes sense. Yeah. So keeping to land was a safer choice. Hoping to land at a large open schoolyard, the balloon was going down so quickly, pilot Lee Kermack opted for a large rooftop instead. Mm. The 160-foot dirigible plowed into the top of a seven-story building at 410 West 53rd Street, narrowly avoiding several people sunbathing on the roof. Oh, no. They were, they were Nate nudie. Nudie out there. <laughs> Just getting some tan. You know, in the 90s when you could tan? <laughs> Yikes. You could smoke and tan? Uh, they almost got hit. Yeah. Quote, I got out of my chair and I was standing maybe 20 feet away and it hit the chair I had been sitting in, says Joseph Nadu, a 22-year-old brokerage auditor who was sitting on the sunroof, told the Associated Press. Nadu had watched the blimp coming in from the northwest, spinning out of control, and was able to get out of the way right before it crashed into his building. That's good. Nadu and several other neighbors on the roof were able to help the pilots out safely, shut off the fuel and electrical systems before any material caught on fire. Only the pilot, Lee Kermack, and co-pilot, Pat Russell, sustained minor injuries. There were no deaths. Really escaped yeah. a sort of modern Hindenburg situation. We're going to talk about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're talking about blimps, baby. It's blimp day. It's, it's blimpy day. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Ooh. The blimp lay limply along oh the God. side. The blimp lay limply. The blimp lay limply. The blimp lay limply. <laughs> the blimp lay limply. <laughs> That's our new. That's, that's our, our new, new warm up. That's phrase. a new warm up phrase. Goodbye, Papa Bear. <laughs> the blimp lay limply along the side of the building, while its twelve foot gondola deck lay crumpled in a tangle of twisted metal and torn fabric. Hmm. Glass from its windows lay shattered across the roof and onto the street below. In true New York fashion, witnesses and looky loos flooded the street to see the damage. In my link, there's a, a video from 1993. Someone had their Panasonic like <laughs> yeah. camcorder, and they were uh, they were they were filming all of it. It was we great. Oh, so much to the looky loos. Oh, we love a looky loo. <laughs> Blimp crashes have not been new to this area. In fact, just across the Hudson River, had been home to a surprisingly large amount of dirigible accidents <laughs> between 1912 and 2017. 
New Jersey has seen 10 large blimp crashes, including, of course, the German LZ-129 Hindenburg, which killed 36 people on May 6, 1937. Sure did. I didn't know it was in New Jersey. Yeah, it was in New Jersey. That was where they landed. That that was where the, like, port for the... the cross Atlantic, yeah, the cross Atlantic uh, Zeppelin line. The Zeppelin line. The landing place was in New Jersey. That's why New Jersey has more blimp accidents than any other state. Because <laughs> that's where they land them. Yeah, there's a bunch in California, but all my sources, there's a Wikipedia list of blimp accidents. I'll be digging into that later. <laughs> that's a little treat for you folks. <laughs> Many of the world's blimp crashes came from naval and air force accidents. Our New York City blimp crash of July 1st, 1993, however, was different. Because the dirigible in question was part of a large-scale advertising campaign that had already hit, metaphorically, not physically, Mm. Dallas, Detroit, Chicago, Kansas City, St. Louis, and Boston. When you think of blimps, you may think of Goodyear. But this accident was caused by a company that was less concerned with tires and more concerned with pepperoni. (laughs) (laughs) Al's eyes narrowed, (laughs) calculating what was going on. Reggie Fisime had a problem. Yeah, baby. (laughs) Our dad. It's our dad. uh, That's our dad. That's our dad. Uh, if you are a longtime Alan Courtney listener, you know that we love Reggie Fisume and we have mentioned him throughout all of our podcasts. Yeah. Why do not know? Well, he's just a good man. He's just you a know? big boy. I, can't, I don't know that that's true. <laughs> no, I mean, we cannot. We cannot confirm or deny he is a big good uh, man. We can't. We also don't know this about Doug Bowser, so don't yeah. ask us. <laughs> he is a big man, and he's named after a consummate villain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reggie Fisume had a problem. He had just taken a position as senior director of national marketing at Pizza Hut. (gasps) Not the hut. Right as the great pizza war of the 1990s was ramping up. The pizza war. (laughs) And by the way, if we're mentioning Pizza Hut, rest in piss, Gorbachev. (laughs) Thank you, every single listener and friend of mine who (laughs) specifically texted me. Oh my God, Gorby's dead. I love you all. Thank you. The gorb is gone. Al, you were the first, by the way. Of course. In fact, Al texted our group chat, and then Google's like, oh, guess who died? (laughs) I texted a a group chat who certainly the only person in it who cared was you. Yeah, (laughs) me. Look, we have have mythos to carry with us. (laughs) Ad creeps mythos. The first shot was fired by Little Caesars. With the introduction of their big, big pizza. Those little bastards. (laughs) Caesar, known for their regular double pizza deal. First of all, okay, I didn't realize this. Yeah. You know why Little Caesar's, like, thing is pizza pizza? Because you get two pizzas. You get two pizzas. I did not know this. I knew that. I had no idea. Can I tell you I learned what something means today? What? Tell me. Knee high by the 4th of July. That's corn. I know. I didn't know that. (laughs) If the corn's knee high by the 4th of July, it's you're going to have good corn yeah, on gonna Labor have, Day. Yeah, you're going to have good corn. I grew up in corn country. You are a corn-fed boy. I I also didn't grow... <laughs> I grew up in Canada in the corn <laughs> country, so I don't know why they said the 4th of July. Yeah, I don't know. Knee high... Or it's, it's, it's like <laughs> knee high shin, by the 1st of July. <laughs> shin high by the 4th of July. Or 1st of July. Yeah, I didn't grow know... pretty fast in three days. <laughs> That's how you know you got good corn. <laughs> By the way, folks, we're in corn mania. 
It's corn time, It's baby. corn time. The TikToks, they're talking about it. It's all the corn. Uh, the last time we recorded, our producer had the gall yeah. to serve us what? old corn. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> and to his credit, he was very disappointed. He was. He, was, he did serve us old corn. He made us some beautiful elote. and, and But it, we bit into it. And it that was, was old corn, baby. It, not, it didn't have the juice. It, did, it didn't. The juice was not loose. The juice was not loose. No, 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 no. The juice was tight. <laughs> how, how did we? Anyway. <laughs> Caesar's known for their regular double pizza deal, now started to offer two gigantic pizzas with double the toppings. Yep. This was 24 slices of za for $8.88. Pizza used to be... What the fuck, guys? So cheap. What happened to pizza? I think I think people just... I think... Here's the thing. It didn't get better. No, 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 no. Back then, pizza was fucking dirt cheap. If they're selling it, two pizzas, 24 slices for eight bucks, nine bucks, it's probably costing them a dollar. Yeah, that's true. So it's shit. It's shit. They're making a fortune on cardboard. <laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> That's it. And then so maybe I think people got, the expectations got, like, you can't water down your sauce. You have to put actual cheese on it. You can't just pour sauce and cheese onto the cardboard box no. and serve that. And serve that. So that's why they're like, we can't, we have to spend over a dollar on these ingredients. So we have to charge $24. Which means we're laying off yep. 20% of our employees. Yep. And now we employ robots. <laughs> This move helped push the third place pizza joint into the sphere of influence with Pizza Hut and Domino's. Little Caesars didn't have the dine-in locations like the Hut, rest in peace, Mm. nor did it have the Domino's delivery fleet. But by offering more pizza for less, it hit a nerve. Sales of Little Caesars soared by 54%. The company was doing so well, they started adding non-pizza menu items like spaghetti, spaghetti and doubled their store count. So, okay, were you Pizza Hut, Little Caesars, Domino's? Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. I was Pizza Hut. For takeout? Yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, as you know, I was a Panagopolis child. Yeah, we <laughs> will talk, but this is a, that's a regional <laughs> yeah. specific. Yeah, well, okay, if you say so. It is. Um, but yeah, of those three, definitely Pizza Hut. I, for a time, I went through a Little Caesars phase. Uh, as as we all did. Um, <laughs> Some of us didn't stop. <laughs> and Mostly that's okay. because I like their breadsticks. Yeah, their breadsticks. Oh. I do still think the Pizza Hut breadsticks are superior. Yeah. Are they Are they superior, though? I think they I are. I think they're good. I Pizza Hut, for me, was always a sit-down restaurant yeah. as a kid. Love a fucking Pizza Hut. The smell of it. Because you got that Sunday bar. You got the Sunday bar. You got the red cups. Yeah. Love the red cups. I, we definitely, like, would sit down at the Pizza Hut, and but mm-hmm. when we got delivery or... or take out whatever it was the panagopolis so i i can't relate on on some levels of this but um for us it was little caesars little caesars always uh school pizza day little caesars Mm. uh sports little caesars everything like big school pizza for us was pizza hut was pizza hut yeah interesting you had a lot of money back then your schools (laughs) maybe i don't know we needed 24 pieces for eight bucks folks (laughs) uh fils could have ignored Little Caesars. After all, Pizza Hut was firmly the number one pizza joint in America. Their dining locations with their leather boots. With Sorry? Their, <laughs> with their leather booths, <laughs> arcade games, and those plastic red cups that made everything taste better were second to none. 
This pesky underdog competition hardly put a dent in their dining room. But Mr. Reggie fils is not a man who runs away from a challenge. No, he's not. No, he's not. That's our dad. <laughs> That's our dad. <laughs> so several months after the big, big Little Caesars, Pizza Hut dropped the Bigfoot Pizza. The Bigfoot Pizza, <laughs> baby! Yes! <laughs> it's large and in charge, We remember folks. her. Uh, she's here. <laughs> With 288 square inches of cheese, oil, pepperoni, and also oil on a sourdough crust. <laughs> There's so much oil. <laughs> The Bigfoot Pizza offered 21 square slices for $10.99. You know what else it had? Yes. Freaking toes. Did it have toes? Wasn't there one that was shaped no, like a foot? No, 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 no. Did girl. I imagine that? I, <laughs> that lived in my... Oh, my God. Purely in my Wait. imagination. Hold on. Maybe it was only for commercials? Maybe it was only for commercials. This is I remember. This is I remember a foot-shaped pizza. I think I... Oh... Somewhere in this here. Was, this wasn't a. This was. This a is not that. Pizza. This it's is not, not that. that. No, 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 no. But somewhere in my foot brain, pizza. there's a foot shaped pizza, and not because I'm, like, into that. <laughs> See, here's the thing. If I Google foot shaped pizza, I am. <laughs> You're I am. See. <laughs> Your okay. cash is blasted. Okay, there is, the first image is is a foot-shaped pizza. Okay, well, that's not the one I'm thinking of. But but, but there's also, Little Caesars had pizza by the foot, and it was a long... Like fruit shape. by the foot. Yeah, 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 rolled up. <laughs> I don't think... Uh, you know I, what? I might be hallucinating. I don't, hey, buddy, I'm, I did a Google, just a quick Google. Nah. Okay. Nah. I don't know what's going on inside my own brain. <laughs> Absolutely It's not, not good in there. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Yes. Because this has been burning in my mind ever since you brought up our dad. Yeah, Mr. Reggie Fizme. Do you think that Reggie Fizme yeah. ever met Gorbachev? Oh. What? When was your commercial? I think it was like 93, 95. It ha- then yes, then absolutely. Then absolutely, because we're going to marketing. We're going to fact check this, we're gonna, folks. We're going to... We're going to find the picture of the two of them shaking their hands. <laughs> and we're going to put it up on our Instagram and also our Twitter. And if we can't find it, we're going to Photoshop it. It's possible the Gorby ad was 91, 92, but I don't think, I think it was 93. But we're going to, we're, we're going to find the facts, gonna, folks. I don't, hey, I don't think it could be 91. He was a bit busy. Yeah, you know what? He you was are like, <laughs> so right. Super busy. We actually got some stuff going on. <laughs> I don't even think he's 92. No. I thought it was like 97. I thought he was like over it. Oh. I how, thought it was like over How long it. was Reggie in the mix? Reggie was not in the mix for very long. <laughs> on account of the blimp disaster. <laughs> well, <laughs> this whole thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He does love to go big or go home. I mean, and that's why. And I mean, then he went home. That's why we love him. This is why we love him. He came man. home to us. Look, he. Is boys. Big, Bigfoot Pizza and the Wii U are two brothers. They are. They're, they're something. <laughs> Oh they weren't loved at the time, but now when people look back on it, it's very fond. Yeah, got, yeah, absolutely. Everybody loves the Wii U Everyone. to this day. Yep. <laughs> the Bigfoot was, quote, the most fascinating of all of the gimmicks to come out of Pizza Hut's 90s golden age. Most be- mostly because of how aggressive the company was in marketing its absurd creation. Fizeme and Pizza Hut corporate spent millions of dollars to saturate TV, magazines, newspapers, and billboards. The Bigfoot was not just a giant pizza. It was a cultural event. 
was huge. You know, due to the um, the sort of temperature of the pizzas, yeah. you could even say that this event was a hot war. Get it? Because it's like mm-hmm. the Cold War, mm-hmm. but in Gorbachev, you know, good, yeah. you see how yeah, I, I did. It's sort of everything. Can you imagine if Gorbachev was tied into the Bigfoot pizza ads? <laughs> <laughs> Taking he t- he takes he takes the middle piece. Oh my god! And it's just grease everywhere. <laughs> if you okay, have you? Did you get a well? You I'm think sure, it's a foot? No, but, but I'm sure at one point I've had. Yeah, had a big. I've certainly. Pizza. So big of a pizza is a rectangle. So mm-hmm. you have you have edge pieces, but you also have middle pieces. But I wouldn't have taken the the middle piece because I think the crust is the best part. The crust is the best part, and that's why the middle pieces were. Not not beloved. That's why this pizza was not beloved. This is a tragedy. If you put your hand in and got a middle piece, you're you done. Would, you would have like third degree oil burn. That's your hand for the rest of the day. You would slide, and you could not. You would slide through life, <laughs> just covered in this thick pizza oil. Ugh. Ugh. This is why Pizza Hut at least a $4 million blimp oh boy. to fly around America's major cities during the summer of 93. And this is why on July 4th, the Bigfoot Pizza Blimp crashed into the roof of an apartment building on the west side of Manhattan. All in all, the ad campaign cost Pizza Hut $6 million. And even though it ended in a crash, corporate called the blimp a success because the 4th of July incident, quote, heightened brand awareness. <laughs> That's not good. Could you imagine if it killed someone? <laughs> uh, it, the Pizza Hut blimp, the, the Bigfoot blimp, had the same Bigfoot character that was oh, on the yeah. box. So Maybe I'm thinking of his foot. Maybe you are thinking about his foot. You said pizza foot, and something is... Something's in there. Something's, something's in, there. in there. Oh, it's in there. We'll get it out eventually. That's what this this podcast is all about. But when the blimp crash, it, like, the fabric is laying over. Yeah, but you yeah can everybody see, can see Pizza Hut. See, no, it's Bigfoot. It's Bigfoot! Like, <laughs> peeking. <laughs> He's just peeking, like, hello. Oh, my God. With his little eyes. Uh, you know... I find that nothing raises brand awareness quite like a lawsuit. <laughs> like a crash. Oh, no. Reggie Fisume, he was very smart. He oh, paid he off swept those it up. people. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Despite the crash, the Bigfoot campaign was a success according to the numbers. In 1993, the Pizza Hut sales totaled $5.7 billion wow. from 9,800 stores. Wow. Hmm. That's a lot of pizza. That's a lot of pizza. That's a lot of shitty $10 pizza. <laughs> Just like a blimp in the air eventually has to land or crash, the Bigfoot was ready to walk off into the sunset. The logistics of the pizza alone may have put the nail in the coffin. Sorry, the big rectangular coffin. <laughs> Making a Bigfoot in-house required Pizza Hut chefs, usually teens, to stretch the dough across a very large pan and make sure all the toppings were spread across evenly or risk what they called a pizza prolapse. <laughs> oh. By the way, if you want a oral history of the Bigfoot pizza, just look at any YouTube comments that mention the Bigfoot pizza and in there will be Pizza Hut pe- workers who worked in 93 <laughs> oh telling you all about it. It's so good. We talk a lot of shit in our culture about YouTube comments. No, uh-uh. But there's some glorious stuff in there. They make our, they make it yeah. for us. Yes. This process was slow, tedious, and therefore was full of errors. The quality of the Bigfoot, especially when compared to the in-house personal pan pizza, were usually abysmal. Quote, 
If you were a frequent Bigfoot pizza eater, you would quickly figure out that the way the pizza was baked and cut made for a much oilier pieces of pizza towards the center, writes a review on Retroist.com. It was my least favorite part of the pizza, so I would eat it first to get it over with before <laughs> moving on to the crusty, less oily side slices. That's also how I you operate do, you, in general. You start with the bad pizza yeah. first. In the YouTube comments and in all these, like, do you remember Bigfoot pizza? There is always frat boys who are like, we had a challenge to eat the entire pizza and no one could do it. Yeah, no. Could you imagine? That sounds The bad. poopies oh, alone. The poopies are going to be awful. Were rectangular and oily. <laughs> like a, like a, an oily wombat. Yep. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> pizza Hut ever focused on nonstop innovation through its product development, thanks to our dad, Mr. Reggie Fisame, cycled the Bigfoot off the menu in favor of bolder gimmicks. The stuffed crust pizza made its debut in 1995, and it's one of the only 90s pizza product development innovations to endure across the decades. And I don't like it. You don't like it? I don't like a stuffed What's crust. What's it stuffed with? Cheese. I've never You've dabbled. never... I'm sorry, you did... I've never... You've never dabbled. No, no, no. I just don't like it. I think the crust is a sacred thing. Yeah. That should just be bread. Crust is just for bread. Br- crust is bread. Can Cannot have cheese I'm a, I'm a part of the crust temperance movement. <laughs> <laughs> What's teetotalers for... for cr- no, my family, we always went with the personal pan. Yeah. Because it's very good. And, the pan is where it's and at. And cheap. Cheap, yeah. Yeah, cheap. If you have to spend an extra $3 on cheese inside the crust, no thanks. Nope. No, absolutely not. (laughs) Even though the Bigfoot pizza disappeared, its memory remains in the 90s workers who built it. Look no further than the YouTube comments. Quote, I worked at a delivery and takeout only Pizza Hut location over the summer when the Bigfoot came out, writes YouTube commenter Max Shy. It was never able to cook correctly. The middle of the pizza was always slightly undercooked and soggy. We used to get to split any takeout pies that were ordered but not picked up. The unclaimed Bigfoots usually went directly into the dumpster untouched at the end of the night. That's it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. sounds right. Sounds right to me. Sounds right to me. So this ad is very special. I'm excited. Because it is 93. It is 1993. Yeah. There are certain actors you may recognize. (sighs) three or four of them oh my god okay and i'm interested to see if you spot them okay uh folks if you want to watch along with us just go look in our sources we'll return after these messages recently an object was sighted it was big bigger than big huge huge large astronomically big big would be an understatement very big huge Some guy. big huge when it arrives you better not be alone Bigfoot. Pizza Hut. From Pizza Hut. Two square feet of pizza. 21 slices on a tasty new crust. $10.99 for up to three toppings. It's bigger than Pizza Pizza. Bigfoot from Pizza Hut. A legendary value. Welcome back to the show. The foot is in my brain. The foot is here. I'm going to just show you a screenshot of the boy. Yeah, I know the boy. Do you know the boy? Well, he's listed in the title. Oh, do you? Yeah. Damn. (laughs) But I would have known that little face anyways. That's that's Haley Joel Osment. That's Haley Joel Osment. This was his, one of his first commercial gigs. And this gig, this pizza commercial got him 
the Forrest Gump role. Love that little guy. Right? There was also two Seinfeld actors, if not three. <laughs> yeah, I saw Newman, for yeah. sure. No, no, no Newman. It was like, they're like bit oh, one okay. act. There was not I Newman. thought it was Newman. I also Newman. thought Billy Crystal was in there. <laughs> Could have been Billy Crystal, not Billy Crystal. Yeah, Haley Joel Osment's in this one. Cool. He's cute. We we did we did see a foot. We saw a foot, and the foot to me was familiar. Yeah, the foot. I... Mm. It was a familiar foot. Mm. It didn't have enough toes, I would say. How many toes did it have? I feel like it had three, but maybe oh, I'm Oh, I just... don't know about that. Listen, my recall is not great. You gave me half a muscle relaxant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you explain what you saw? Yes. Okay. Uh, there's a party happening. There is a party happening. A lot of people are at a house. Yeah. Uh, no? <laughs> well, it's kind of a man on the street, like, asking yeah, questions. I don't remember that. Okay. <laughs> You're asking what I saw. This is what I remember. There was a house. A lot of people were in Okay, it. yeah, that's when they're enjoying the pizza. There were also children on a playground. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Billy Crystal delivered a pizza. Yeah. And it was really big. <laughs> and then the foot. And then the foot. So it starts off in the forest. It's like a, a Bigfoot point of view. Uh-huh. And then it's like a man on the street, like, yeah. interviewing people on the street saying, did you hear about this? Okay. And people are freaked out about the Bigfoot. I don't recall. Pizza. That's why they're interviewing Haley Joel Osment. The kid. The kid. On the playground. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then the house. And then the house comes and they eat the pizza. With Billy Crystal. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Where's Newman? Do not know. Can't wait for yeah. my episode that we're going to record right after this. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <sighs> okay. That's so, it. Yeah. That's a, you know what? It, it is and it was. It was. Um, a pizza. And it's 2022. It is 2022. But here's what's going to happen. What is going to happen, Al? So we're going to institute huh? Pizza Hut. Yeah. You know. We got all sorts of the pizza. Pizza's coming in from Toronto and Vancouver. Trying yeah, to steal we money. haven't even tried. We haven't talked about the Canadian pizza chain, Pizza Pizza. But you know, Pizza Hut the, and Gorbachev just died. He just died. That's a sting. You got to get. You got to recoup your losses on that and one. All, all of the pizza Pizza Huts are closing down. They're becoming MLA like offices. Yeah, and, yeah, it's yeah. So sad. The Hut is struggling. Goodbye, Hut. Um. So what the Hut needs is they. Yeah. You know, we're going to try, we're going to get a little bit of that, like, Gorbachev spirit, you know? Okay. The the, the wall's coming down. Oh, okay. Capitalism is going to infuse their culture uh, even more so. Okay. And they're going to institute a crust system. A crust system. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like a class system. <laughs> so. Okay. <laughs> the cheaper, if you want the cheapy, cheapy pizza. Yeah, you want the cheapy, cheapy. You're just getting the middle. You're just you're getting just the middle. You're just getting the what middle. What happens with the crust then? Expensive. Because it's a better. Okay. You pay top dollar for that crust. Can I just pay for a piece of that's all crust? Bread? <laughs> I guess that's breadsticks. Yeah, I guess that's, that's breadsticks. I guess that's just breadsticks. So you're saying, like, we, we have the Bigfoot pizza, but we're splitting it up into the middle sections. Yeah. And not middle sections. Yeah. So if you want the middle sections, it costs cheaper. Yeah, and they so they have different price points. Yeah. And so they were creating a class system, aka a crust system. Yeah. Okay. Uh, based on you know what you can afford. Okay. Okay, it's all shitty pizza. Yeah. What would the ad look like? Okay, so there's a man on the street. Yeah. 
and it's Reggie Fisabe. It's Reggie Fisabe. He's, he's back, like, baby. do you see my blimp? It yeah. went bad. <laughs> I'm back, but I'm here. Uh, and he's like, and you may remember my old buddy Gorbachev. Yeah. Did you know that Gorbachev died? And he's doing a man on a street. Yeah, thing. yeah. And yeah. Then he's like, hey, remember how much we all love capitalism? And then <laughs> we, <laughs> he talks about it as if it's gone. Yeah. It's, it's still here. And then there are like two lines of people at yeah. the pizza hut. Yeah. And, and one line is for the crust pizza and one line is for the crustless pizza. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they get their pizza and they're all unsatisfied. <laughs> but them's the breaks. Them's the breaks. <laughs> Was it, is it, what would we call it? Is it Bigfoot? It can't be. No, it's not Bigfoot. And it's not Big Fart, but that is what keeps <laughs> coming into my mind. <laughs> How about just we call it the middle? Uh, the middle <laughs> by Jimmy Eat World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jimmy Eat World the comes theme. out. That's the song that's it's the middle. You want the middle? You can't. Hey, if you got a school for a, full of kids and you're a teacher and you're buying kids pencils and paper, you don't have money for the crust. You don't. Those so kids are all getting the middle. Just buy the middle. And if everybody gets the middle, it's not the fight over. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and everyone's unsatisfied. <laughs> I like that this is a worse version of the Bigfoot pizza. Yeah, I made yeah. it bad. <laughs> That's what we do here on Ad Creeps. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I want something good, though. You want something good? Can you give me a local ad? I'm going to give you a local ad. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Um, we're going to go to the East Coast. Oh, good. I love it there. I'm, I'm basically feeling like an East Coaster these days. Are you? Because I spent all my money on crab. What? <laughs> Which is the tattoo of a crab that I oh, have. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. It's okay, a lot okay, of money. <laughs> I thought you were physically buying a lot of crab. No, I can't eat it. You can't eat it? Uh, well, I might be able to. I don't want to test the theory. No, you said you were allergic to salmon. I am allergic crab to salmon. Crab ain't salmon. I'm afraid of all of it. C- crab is crab. I also don't like it especially. Oh, okay. Well, that's okay. <laughs> You're going to start a fight with some New Englanders. <laughs> No, because this one's for them. Okay. For a restaurant for that I don't know. You'll have to tell me if you've ever been to this restaurant. Oh, chain. I'm really excited. <laughs> where is it? Where is it located? Like New England, okay. kind of area. area. I don't know. Okay. If you asked, if you asked me to name a single state other than New Hampshire, I wouldn't be able to. <laughs> Massachusetts. Maryland. They're not. They're below. But Maine. They're... I don't know if Maine people. You guys are just. <laughs> You're all picky. That's New Englanders. Okay, if you want to watch this local ad, you can go to our sources. Ground Round Restaurant, Based folks. in Freeport, Maine. Oh, yeah. Let's see. I don't think I've been to a Ground Round, but it did tickle something inside of me. So I must have gone past it and said, what's that? I think the, the restaurant was originated by Howard Johnson. Oh, Hojo. The Hojo. Oh, we love a Hojo. <laughs> it was the Grow Row at the Hojo. Oh, the Grow Row at the Hojo. Yeah. Oh, 
Oh. Okay, so this is a steak and shrimp special, Mm. and I love the jingle, but it costs an extra dollar. Yeah. I don't know if I want a dollar shrimp. A dollar shrimp. I don't know if I want a dollar shrimp. Get your dollar shrimp here. I don't want it. That seems not good. Just one little shrimp? or no, uh, It looked like a lot of shrimp for a oh, dollar. Okay, okay. You, I, the concept is you buy your steak. Yes. And then you get, you add, you say one more dollar and then you get a whole load of shrimps. Yeah. So you get a surf. Well, they're probably turf. not good shrimp. They're probably not good shrimp. <laughs> but they're from Maine. I don't know. Where shrimp sh- come from? I don't think shrimp come from Maine, folks. You know what's weird is a lot of people say um, shrimp, but they mean prawns. What? Shrimp do, and prawns? Do people say are, that? They're different things. Yeah, they are different things. Those were shrimp. Okay, well, sometimes they say shrimp and they mean prawns. So. <laughs> you can't hold me responsible. Shrimp come... <laughs> Maine, is, Maine is big on lobster. Yeah. Massachusetts is big on crab. I think shrimp comes from down south. Shrimp comes from all over. <laughs> Does it? Shrimp's all over, baby. I don't think <laughs> Shrimp so. everywhere. No, you're thinking prawn. <laughs> Okay, we gotta <laughs> we gotta pull the report on this one. Al is Al's getting <sighs> Al's getting feisty. <laughs> if you'd like to send us a local ad, you can email us at creeps at gmail.com. You can also send us a DM or tweet at us at creeps at ad creeps. That's true. And also Instagram. Ad creeps. Ad creeps. That's us. <laughs> Bye. I love you. Until, Until next, next time, time. We are signing, signing off. You forgot it, didn't you? The truth is or- no. But first, a word for my spouse. This is a side note, but after we record this episode, I need you to ask me to tell you about the dream I had where I saw David Duchovny's dick, okay? <laughs>